nothing? Now what if I told you there was a third option? Welcome back to Detroit Dart Talk. That's the third option. Us. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Hmm. Those are the funniest I thought of me. It's the podcast where we ask, what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. <laughs> hey guys, does it does it feel what? a little bit more like home in here today? Yeah, it no, does, Tim. I, I mean, I'm in my home. Yeah, but a little bit more oh. like Detroit Dart Talk home. Oh, it's because we got the yeah, stuff? We're, we're recording back on our original uh, recording equipment uh, straight out of the the old studio at the Detroit Dart Club F. Yeah, it, it felt like it went really smoothly to set up. So It yeah, did. It does did. Feel, does feel like home. And honestly, because I'm the only person in the room, we didn't have to mess with that, uh, the Y-splitter that we always had oh, yeah. trouble with. I was able to run it much cleaner and, and simpler to get it all recorded that was always, properly. That was always the fun part. <laughs> the, the part that took us hours to set up sometimes, and then we'd record yeah. for 25 minutes. The damage yeah, splitter, part. right? Yeah, that I think was this, actually just this plugged is, in This backwards. is why when, when you're the victim of a crime, you know, sometimes the damage is not superficial. It's long-lasting. And when we were the victim of a crime, the, the theft of our equipment, um, damage was done to the equipment that we did not detect right away. So yeah, we, we do we do blame a number of our connectivity uh, issues on that because there was a, a damaged connection, um, the splitter, I believe it was the splitter and also the headphone box. Not that you guys could ever hear the headphone box issues, but... Oh, yeah, that power... They seem to have been... The power yeah, the headphone, headphone box. box always started, yeah. yeah, it always gave us trouble after the after the. the you know what, in. though? Um, didn't we find out that we didn't actually need the amplified one because we were just using a, a plug-in splitter after that? I think I could so. Not tell you. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm certain of it because I have it. <laughs> it's it's in the. Uh, oh well. It's in the go. the go bag of the recording equipment. So you we know, and uh, and and that's why you can't have shit in Detroit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <laughs> Bring it back um, around. There it is. Nicely oh, done. I don't get that. They weren't here for the Patreon part. Uh, funny. This Sorry. is where you plug the Patreon. If you want to know what Patreon. we're talking about, you can check out our Patreon for <laughs> I don't know for for if you if you want to throw a couple pennies our way. Can we? Can they put pennies in? Uh, two dollars is, is our entry level. Oh. And and uh, two dollars well, a month gets you access to our. Uh, virtual recording studio, so you can listen live as we record. Um, it gets you access to uncut versions of each episode. It um, gets you access to the uh, exclusive Patreon uh, text and voice chats on our Discord server. It gets, it gets you our undying gratitude for sponsoring us. Uh, and then there are levels uh, far beyond that. Um, there's one that get you uh, the r- privilege of having Tom sign a can of beans that you bring him. Um, there's some, some may say that that's not a privilege. <laughs> sure, yeah, it's a, but... it's a, it's a nerf given responsibility. Right. <laughs> you're going to make him do chores is what you're actually doing is you're forcing yeah. Tom to do something he doesn't want to do, but he so has to. I, I yeah. just, I just realized we didn't actually intro. Or like we gave the intro, we didn't introduce ourselves. So in the studio, oh, yeah. we have myself, Tim, my, myself, Eric. Tom. Oh, <laughs> whoops. Yeah, myself, Tom. 
And joining us once again is our uh, special guest, uh, Adam, or AG04. Oh, yes, I feel special. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Yeah. And Man, I... You have a face for radio, my friend. <laughs> uh, voice for radio. Voice for radio. The, the expression is oh, a, face a face for radio. radio. It, it is. It's a face yeah. for radio. Oh, no. Not, <laughs> I would not say that about Adam. I had a friend in college that went to Specs Howard, uh, which is a, um, at least in this area, a pretty famous um, like radio um, trade school. Um, and he always joked that he had a face for uh, radio, and he really did. He, he was a fugly. Ooh. He was a fugly mf'er. That is that is <laughs> so mean. <laughs> Jeez. Here at Detroit, that, he that, was bad vibes. Bad vibes, man. Bad vibes, man. I'm Oof. gonna I'm gonna pay for that one. Does he listen? God no. Wow, you just have such such venom, such venom in oh, that discussion. Shit. I just broke my keyboard. What? <laughs> the karma. It's instant. That's karma. Instant. See? <laughs> Man. It's just the palm rest. I guess I can I can tell a quick nerf story. Yeah, go for um, it. Just a quick one. I, I I told I told you guys about this, but uh <laughs> yeah, so about instant karma, I was um you know the Nexus, the, the Dart Zone Nexus Pro is just the hotness all over right now. It's really cool to see how people are excited about it, but they are not just regular excited about it. They're just buying it, everyone they can find, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but yeah, I how saw, many can you use? I saw Archer I snagged up three of them today. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, well, I'm feeling a little left out. I was like, I, I don't want to buy one, but I you know, I do have my DZP Mark I. Like, I'm going to go just plink around in the yard. It's been so long since I've gotten to play in Earth War. So, so I picked it up, and we've been talking about doing um, full-length rounds at some point in the future in, in our Greenville um, area just to have some variety. Um, and, and, you know, just, uh, I was like, let's try the dart zone with some full length, see how that performs. And uh, and I was actually, it's really good with full lengths. Uh, with the ban included, I used the bamboos that were included. It's really surprisingly very good. I cut down and, all my full-length uh, so bamboos. I, I kept all mine full lengths, just why not? Um, and, and so I was, I was having fun with it, shooting it in the backyard. And so I was, I was just kind of running around shooting at targets and, uh, and I got, I got kind of vigorous cause I was, I was smiling, having a good time. And, uh, and I primed that blaster back pretty hard, uh, and the stock collapsed on me and oh. I just clocked myself in the face with the butt of the blaster. Cause it like collapsed and then slipped off my shoulder Oof. and I caught the edge of the, caught the edge of the, the plunger tube corner there on my face. And I now have a, uh, I now have a bloodied face. Uh, from from the blaster, so that that's my fun story of the day. Um, your properly head... block your block your stock, and also you don't have to worry about that if you have a, a new Dart Zone product. Um, they seem to have figured that out with their new stocks on the Mark 1.1 Nexus Pro. So would would you say your head is Just... bloody but unbowed? No, I wouldn't say that. Crickets. That has to be on our soundboard. Crickets for for when I make a joke that nobody gets. Um... Can we please do that. I actually would love that. <laughs> Uh, to clue everybody in, that's a line from my favorite poem, um, which is where I take my um, my gamer name from, Invictus. Oh, the Googs reveals everything. That is obscure. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Invictus by William Ernest Henley. Interesting. You want to read? How about we read a poem today? You know, I started out with a story. Nah, this poem's too long. Never mind. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I'll read it. Well. Why don't you read it at the end? Take right. us out. Take us out at the end of the episode. All right, all right. That's that's a good call. That's a good call. So, um, 
I have not been hunting for a Nexus Pro because I have my Dart Zone. Although I am interested in getting my hands on at least the mag adapter now because the uh, mag adapter for the Nexus does accommodate talons. And the biggest issue I have with my uh, Dart Zone Pro Mark One is that if you use the talon adapter, which sits fully forward in the magwell, um, the spring-loaded, what do you want to call that, feed ramp or dart, I guess feed ramp, um, lets the darts come up kind of cocked on an angle, and then it's prone to jamming because the darts will try to go into the barrel uh, cocked and catch. So you need something that has the mag centered uh, in the magwell, and I can't find either a worker version or a printed version that sits the mag centered but the nexus pro adapter apparently does sit centered and accommodates talent so i want one for that um but i know adam has been hunting vigorously for a nexus so tell us about your uh your endeavors to try and get your hands on one of these nexuses uh, <laughs> well i tells it all well uh, I first heard about these like a month or two ago when all the videos were coming out about, you know, it's like, oh, well, this, this is a new Dart Zone blaster that's going to be in Walmart and stuff. Um, so there there are a few local Walmarts and like any industrious deal seeker, uh, I check BrickSeek, I check uh, the reference websites at Walmart. And then if you check the app, if you have the app on your phone, uh, sometimes you'll get additional information, uh, like more up-to-date stock numbers and aisle numbers if they've scanned it into the system. So I've been pretty consistently checking three to four Walmarts in the area, and uh, no luck. Some of them look like a bomb went off, uh, and it's just like a third-world country. It's like every person for themselves in there. Uh, and you ask somebody, and you get the canned response of, well, if it ain't on the shelf, we don't got it. Uh, and I discover why it's because none of the Walmarts in the area have actually taken a accurate inventory like all year due to the COVIDs. Um, so they legitimately don't know if they have it. Uh, it could be back there. It could be in a pallet. Just think of like the giant uh, warehouse of secrets uh, at like the end of the last crusade or whatever, <laughs> uh, where the Ark goes. Um, and it just, it, it's, I'd imagine it's that. And there's like, three to ten adventure forest nexus pros uh somewhere in that haystack um you know one of our local guys uh detroit dart dad he was able to find one but and i went to that walmart since they updated stock and they said they had two to three uh and it was on the bottom shelf behind a bunch of blasters but it i looked and it didn't actually have a place so i checked there being all hopeful and uh nothing so this this has been an ordeal people have found them like a week before they were supposed to launch on the first uh and i am still checking I've, I've given up probably for a few days um but i did find a few walmarts where there was a tag for them so there is a place uh maybe not today maybe not tomorrow but someday uh and maybe i should go into the mo a little bit so i don't really have a like full length springer uh that is dart dart oriented like i have a caliburn but every time i look at it it breaks 
Uh, so I need to get like the alumylin coupler or whatever. No, you don't want that. That just makes it worse. Makes Solid it magnet, no, with, please. with the aluminum. He's talking about the one that uses the aluminum inserts. Yeah, yeah. They still break. I mine's never Do broken. They? Do they break? Mine's never That's broken. What I Cause... saw on on the Discord, the show off channel on the Discord, is that people with the coupling inserts would break. Is well, that's because they're not printing in seventy percent infill like I do. Well, well, no, you don't. The the coupler itself doesn't break, but think about it, you're removing material, so the the actual printed area around it is still you know a reduced cross-sectional area compared to a, a full full-size print. I I see the Anyways, logic. Anyways, do, uh, do it. Let's. No. Mm. Yeah. The, the yeah aluminum anyways, <laughs> aren't they like twenty or thirty dollars? I don't remember. No, the aluminum uh, inserts. I I want to say they were only like six bucks. I'm gonna check his Etsy right now. Um. Yeah, I'm doing the Etsy. Oh, you're already eighteen dollars plus shipping. I think that's gone Ooh. up. I don't think I paid that much. Yeah, probably not. Uh, that that's all right. So there's the argument, right? That's like approaching half the cost of a Nexus Pro, right? And if it's as great as everybody says it's going to be, it's going to be a game changer. Because previously, for a pro-grade, uh, like, full and half-length dart blaster, like, you have the darts on pro, and, like, the CETA, then before that, what, like, modded retaliators and long shots and, like, the Caliburn for a printed option? Like, is that is that accurate? Well, I mean, so we, we talked about that this. That could take full lengths. Yeah. Well... Talons, you know, half-length darts are the hot thing, right? And that, that's my system of choice. But um, So, I mean, that's why it's attractive, right? Uh, especially for me, it's like I have this thing that I can leave in the car that costs less than a slug parts kit that will hit, you know, 130 to 150 FPS. It takes CETA springs, so it can hit 170 to 180. You could probably throw... Uh, a scar barrel on it and knock the FPS down to the, um, I uh, saw HBZ that the levels, I saw that the, the existing barrel is the right diameter to fit the, uh, the worker, uh, injection molded scar. It's genius. I, yep. I feel like with the Nexus pro, there are too many things lining up where they, where you can't say that they weren't paying attention to the hobby. Oh, they definitely they were like, absolutely like, oh. 100% paying attention to the hobby. It's like in signs at the end of the movie when like everything just starts lining up. It's just like, Oh, Swing away, Merle. The Nexus Pro is <laughs> swing away, Merle. It lines up too perfectly. <laughs> did you just make an M. Night Shyamalan reference? Wow. Yeah, he did. A very good one, actually. Honestly, this is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie so much. It's it's an excellent movie. Yeah. The one that was not an excellent movie, Avatar The Last Airbender. I, that was really bad. Yeah. I just yeah. Really So yeah. I've, I've been binging the show. I ha- I just have the series finale left to watch. Have you have you seen it before? No. Isn't it great? It it's pretty epic. Yeah. And I did Are not Are you re- talking about the animated show? Yes. Yeah. I did not yeah, realize the, the movie was no good, which oh, was yeah. live action. The movie was terrible. I did not realize going into it that uh Uncle Iro was voiced by Mako and that was Sorry, what's his name? Mako? Mako? I, I thought it was no, Mako. It's Iro. The actor, the voice actor. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the character. Iro. Right. What and, uh, yeah, Little Soldier Boy was written you know, like when he when he died. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that it's episode. Just like, well, was... I didn't. I didn't. I'm going to get hit with feels, but yeah. I guess yeah. that's what we're doing. I mean, I I know him from the Conan movies because he was in those. Like, so to see him in that, and then to to find out that's what he was doing 
when he passed. You know, it's it's kind of like Mr. Miyagi dying all over again. Yeah, and I think that there's word of them putting Legend of Korra on Netflix next. Was that any good? Um, I enjoyed it. Okay, it was it was different for sure, but it wasn't bad. Different. I I read that it takes place seventy years later. It does. It I, does. I, it takes place much further in the future. It's not bad. But it's not. You just need to go and knowing that it's not going to be the exact same characters. Yeah, and see, I think the only person, the only people alive are I think Guitar's alive, Toph, and Zuko. Okay. Well, you like you just need to know going in. It's a different show. It's not bad, but it's a different show. All right. I, I, I I'll probably watch it at some point. Yeah. All right. Any anyways, I, you can't see if I'm I'm doing our tangent symbol. There's tangent sign above our head, above my head. Tangent. <laughs> tangent. Um, tangent. Watch Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> that has that's nothing really to do with Nerve. We're sponsored. <laughs> God, I wish we were sponsored. <laughs> that would be sick. You think they'd let us bend air? Hmm. If we were sponsored, could we bend it? I mean, we're on air. Can bend it like Beckham. Ah. Ooh. You like that one? Ah. Good. Yep. Good. It's real good. So, <laughs> good. boys, what have you been working on? I've been printing my uh, HIR nose for my FDL3. Nice, nice. Yeah, Eric, you've been doing your own things. He's been, been sp- doing my own things. He's um, been splitting his yeah, lip. Yeah, no, I splitting my lip. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I actually, um, yeah, listen to Patreon to find out more. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I am, uh, I'm, I'm temporarily uh, working on a working on something else at the moment. So nothing, nothing bad, but um, just haven't had the time for, for various reasons. Oh, uh, so apparently this needs to be said. Eric isn't going anywhere. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not Eric, going anywhere. Eric's busy with stuff, but he's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's got a I'm contract. He's not allowed to go anywhere. Yeah, I got at least six more months on that contract. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eric is <laughs> our. We're gonna think we have a contract. Yeah, he. <laughs> Eric's our um, man on the scene for our sister club down in Greenville. Yeah. Um, just which be- hasn't yeah. been doing anything. Yeah. No one's oh, been okay. doing anything. It's COVID. <sighs> Yeah, it's a bummer. Bummer in the summer, man. Yeah, Actually, went to. Hey, you're a poet, and you yeah. didn't even know it. No, poem, it? save it for the end. Come yeah, on, bummer in the summer. Oh, okay. Well, you started it, Eric. Um, I just say that sometimes. It's just fun to say. Yeah. Bummer in the summer. No, I uh, I have. You know what I have been working on though? I have been working on working on a workshop. I've been working on working on workshop. Know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, planning good... to conduct work on a workshop. That is correct. Uh, working working with someone to work on a workshop. Oh, or like, like not on your home property? It it will be on my property. Oh, okay. Are you building a separate workshop? That is that is the I'm in the working on that stage. <laughs> are you getting a she shed? <laughs> Eric, are you getting a she shed? <gasps> He's getting an e shed. shed. It's an e-shed, yeah. E-shed. <laughs> Only for e-girls. <laughs> Only for us girls, that's right. <laughs> I'm working on working on it. Sweet. So, we Actually, we haven't talked about that particularly very much, so we can talk about it after the episode if there's time. Hmm. But right. Yeah. What uh, hmm. What have you been doing, Tom? Tell me. Uh, I've been trying to fix my 3D printer. Or not fixing it. It's set up and it's working well. So nice. I'm, not, I'm not fixing anything. Uh, I'm working on a mega hammer shot. Oh, oh sweet! I remember still, seeing yeah, a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. You posted still pictures of it in the uh, the show off channel, right? Yeah, it's uh it's assembled. I need to file down the 
barrels a little bit. They're a little too big huh. or a little too small still. That filament came out um, gorgeous. The, yeah, the, oh, the color beautiful. transition. Is yeah. that a color change? Yeah. No, no. So I ordered a color change one. Amazon uh, lost it. Surprise, surprise. So I will not be getting color change filament anytime soon. Huh. You have the worst luck with Amazon. I do. I really, really do. It's awful. Uh, but no, that's rainbow filament. So that's, I think, from 3D Dork or whatever it's called. Gizmo Dorks, maybe. Uh, or one. is it 3D Dorks? No, no Gizmo Dork. That's yeah, Gizmo Dorks, right. Yeah. I, I, I really like their it's, stuff. I think it's a little more brittle than Hatchbox PLA, but not by a lot. It's probably a silk, I would assume, which yeah. silk yeah. is typically. Right. It's so pretty, though. All right. Oh, it's, hey, it's beautiful. Are, are all of you guys watching the green room chat right now? I want to show you. Uh, I am. I am now. I, will, I want I to show be. you. I want to show you something. Okay. I am. Oh, Billy. Eilish. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, that is so, he... so blang blangy. Yeah. I almost picked I up one it. of the meteor kits while I was at Target the other day. Yeah, How'd but it, is it? it is it gold? Y- yes. Well, this <laughs> looks silver. It's gold. Yeah, it looks. Oh, it, looks is... it looks copper. This is the Tim showing showing us his uh, his influencer edition uh, X shot orbit at the moment. Yeah. How did Which you is... get it? That's beautiful, Connor. Well, I mean, other than being an influencer. Uh... Yeah. Cool. No, Connor was the influencer that got it, and he kept the. Um, did... What's what's the smaller one? Did he one? keep the? Uh, meteor? Yeah, the meteor. meteor. He did. Yep. Ah. And you have everything, Tim. You have everything. I don't have everything. <laughs> I don't have a uh, no. uh, 98 crossbow or 95 crossbow. The Kenner crossbow. You don't. You don't have a an Endwar medic bandana. I don't have an Endwar medic bandana. I don't have a uh, a whiteout long strike. Uh. I don't have a, a gear up maverick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you missed it at the last. Uh, we we call them Nerf in New Haven, the the little backyard wars we've been having. I think uh, yeah. I think Adam almost uh, needed a change of pants when he saw my Power Strike forty eight downstairs. It was pretty neat. I had never seen one before. They are oh, really they're, they're cool. Little blasters. Yeah, they are really cool. There's nothing little about um, it. The thing is almost as big as I am. But yeah, really, they're really Hey, <laughs> I do I do really like the uh, the Power Strike. I mean, yeah. Like I made, I made two out of three things to make it a modern blaster. Just got one of those. Just got to finish it. Yeah. Well, got the cage, got the bat, the lipo stock. It's like when a cyber warrior says that he's working on a new mod after the other twenty that he hasn't finished. <laughs> Poor cyber. There is. It happens. Yeah. It oh, happens. That... I have something. I. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, was... I was just gonna say I have a a mod that I'm I, not a mod. I have I've been working on a blaster. For ever ever and it's like it's like ah it's fun to work on for a while and then i work on something else you know just how it goes at least i I have one that i keep coming back to that one day will be finished hashtag uh copyright one day (laughs) um that's finished on but i do periodically put in effort to it yeah that that's a small project i've i uh finished up recently i printed off uh spam for mags in abs for tom and i um you didn't print out mine no. Did, did you no. Where's mine? No. I'm the original spamfer. You have your own printer with an enclosure. I do, but I'm but I'm not running it right now. Well, get off your butt and run it. I'm, <laughs> it. I'm not running it for reasons. Um, there are so reasons I'm not running I, it. I actually uh tweaked the um the butt plate design of the, the mag. Um because the the shape of 
the way it's designed from the original designer, it's like if you look at it in profile, it's a uh, kind of a black widow shape, you know, kind of like that figure eight goes in and goes out. But when I was holstering okay. it in the Condor um, holster that I bought, it would get caught. So I using the um, the native uh, cutting tool in Prusa Slicer, I I shaped it so that it just come it just tapers down rather than coming back out flaring back out. Oh, and it uh, it unholsters much smoother now. And I did nice. that on yours, Tom, too. Oh, thank you. Yep. So they can. Uh, so what they can? Um, you can do it in Slicer. How did you do it in Slicer? So you um, you rotate the STL. And then it has a cutting tool that will cut the model and either remove the top, uh, you know, whatever's above the cut line or whatever is below the cut ah. line or leave them. And then there's also a toggle switch to flip the bottom over to the top. So, you know, you can like if you've got a really big thing or if you've got something that... Um, Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it's one of the native tools. Um, it's very limited in what it can do, but it was perfect for this. I just rotated till the um, the angle I wanted to keep was parallel with the print bed, and I clicked cut, and I did not keep the bottom portion. And then when huh. I when I exited the cutting tool, it dropped down to the print bed, and then I just flipped it 180 degrees and did it again. So it turned out really nicely. Plus, That's I did it on sweet. I did it on the um, the P, uh, the uh, powder coated sheet, so the bottom has that that gorgeous little stipling. They turned out really. Did nice. you get one of those? Did you order one I, of the powder coated sheets? I, so, <laughs> I did not get a um, genuine Prusa one. I ordered one off Amazon for I think it was twenty five bucks because Prusa was sold out. I was going to get it from them. Um, I remember this was the whole thing is that Prusa was trying to figure out how to do that and do it reliably, and then. The, uh, the knockoff companies came in and did it before they could ever even get theirs to market. Yeah, I, I would have gladly paid and waited for genuine one, but they were sold out. And I was at a point where, so <laughs> when I started printing ABS... Yeah, no, I'm talking about like back when they first started yeah, making well, it. They, I mean, like they announced their concept and then it was yeah. like... So when I first started printing ABS, I was using ABS juice on one side of my um, removable sheet, but the... Um, the acetone and the ABS juice just destroyed the one side. And luckily I had the foresight to only do ABS juice on the one side. So the other side is still a viable print surface. Um, right. But it got to the point where I knew if I printed any more ABS, it was just going to start coming up in chunks. So I ordered a third-party um, print bed that you're supposed to like apply the PEI to, and I just didn't apply it, and then I leveled it. Uh, properly for just the plain sheet, and then I put the ABS juice okay. on just the, the bare um, steel. So that works pretty good. It it doesn't adhere. The ABS juice doesn't adhere as um, solidly to the the bare metal, but it it does work. Anyways, I forgot where I was going with this story. Well, um, <laughs> I you were just telling us about projects you've been working on oh, with the spam for mag, yeah. but uh, we do want to hear about Adam because Adam has just all the toys right now and. I'd love to hear about his project where uh, he got a, it's not a project, I guess, but I want to hear about your fly point. Oh, yeah. Oh, let, I thought you were going to put the him on fly the spot. Ooh. I thought he was going to mention the blaster that shall not be named. So did I. You see what I did there? It still burns. It still burns. <laughs> we are the knights who say me. 
<laughs> That'll need to be on the soundboard it's not, too. It's not a, it's not blaster development season. It's blaster purchasing and tinkering season, I guess. Uh, hot blaster summer. So hot blaster summer. Hot blaster summer. Oh, that get doesn't... blasted. <laughs> uh, anyways, so I was uh, in the first um, batch of G Dopper Harrison Liu's uh, fly point production um i tried to get into like the alpha alpha but he i think he pretty much only uh sent them to like youtubers and influencers that um were gonna get them and uh like review oh, them so and stuff like that people. yeah i'm not i'm not important yet uh i'm still a noob uh when i guess yeah Any, anyways i've only come back in the scene le- less than a year so anyways i am on uh, he, this was supposed to be his production run, but he's calling it an open beta now because. Uh, tell you what, Adam. Uh, when you make next time you try to do this, tell them you're a special correspondent for Detroit Dart Talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, an ambassador. A DDT ambassador. There you go. Um, anyways, so I got it. Uh, the first, so it comes with like he just grabbed like there's a handful of shells in the box. There's a bunch of newspaper. Uh, the fly points wrapped in, in bubble wrap, the magazine somewhere uh, else. And the first time I pulled the trigger back, yeah, it is kind of a stiff trigger pull, but the action is just, ah, oh, I will never forget that moment. It's uh, it's it's a legitimate game changer. And Eric, I wish you were local just so I could have you play with it. Um, I'd love yeah, to try it. it. It's it. So it's a micro flywheel blaster. It's got a a completely mechanical blowback. uh, And he's got special shells and special magazines that he's designed for it. The magazines are modular. They come as seven-round magazines. But you can add a plus three bumper to the bottom to make them ten. It looks like there's room on the drum springs to maybe do a 12 or 14. uh, So you can get extra crazy. Um, the shells are slated to be used in GDOP and Mr. Heath Pants's uh, lever rifle. lever lever action rifle. Uh, so they're gonna be dual usage. Um, the rifle looks real nice. I still want to make one. Does I am I am excited about that. Uh, but just I was I was mainly interested from an engineering or technical standpoint to see how he did the blowback, and it's simpler than I thought. Uh, right. There's I mean, a lot he of hasn't, he hasn't shown it anywhere to my knowledge. No, he hasn't shown it. He hasn't released the STL files or anything. Uh, he doesn't really plan to, but I think he made an announcement uh, that he may he may be releasing those. Uh, I mean, it's just like the Spring Thunder, right? Like the Spring Thunder files are open source, but you can't really build it because uh, there's several specialized springs in it that he bends himself, uh, and it's yeah. just. You just you just can't do it. Like the priming rods on the Spring Thunder are laser cut, and like he has to grind a couple angles on it. Like that's fine, but it's laser cutting the priming rods, right? Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, it, it works really well. Um, I I had to, so he's still working on his print quality. Um, so I had to open it up and I had to I had to work some stuff out, sand a few things down, put some lube on a couple things just to smooth up the action. But out of the box, it worked pretty well. Um, now it works very well, and uh, the trigger pull is is one fingerable. Um, so if you notice on the design, it's meant for two fingers. 
but now, you know, if you lube the right parts and you understand what mating surfaces all the friction's on, it's fine now. So, but it's a, uh, it's a riot, man. Uh, I designed a stand for it that uh, I've kind of released online. So anybody that wants it can just hit me up if you've got a fly point and you want a nifty stand. Um, yeah, it's just throw the battery in it, throw a bunch of things in it. Now you have two separate things each shot to pick up. So that's, that's great. Uh, yeah, that's the worst part. It's like the cleanup. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I, I plan to run this and the spring thunder and just completely litter the battlefield with a bunch of flack. It's going to be great. I'm going to hit nothing. Does that mean your spring thunder works now? Spring Thunder works. It worked at the last. Uh, yeah, it's his the last mini war. It's his pigeon it was, it and his grass snake that. No, your Spring Thunder would eject the shells. The shells just happen to also have the ammo still in it. <laughs> no. Well, all right. So uh, maybe yeah, maybe go. maybe at the HVZ, but I since uh, pulled everything apart uh, and I went through that. The Spring Thunder, I, I needed some some internal love, but I, I printed that myself and just got a parts kit from uh, from GDub. So uh, I I do want to reprint the Flypoint. Uh, to match my color scheme and the Spring Thunder and stuff. But, now, uh, do you have yeah, access no. to the files since you purchased it? Not yet, because I still think he's making tweaks because he called it, he's now calling it an open beta. Well, so Hopefully he doesn't um, tweak anything. You're on the alpha, right? Hopefully he doesn't right. well, I mean, anything this, that this precludes is... you from using the uh, the internal parts. No, I think he's pretty good about that. And I think with the Spring Thunder, he released some update parts. Like if you have a Model 3 and you want to update it to a Model 4 or Model 5 or whatever, uh, you can do that. Uh, I will be trying to update my Model 5 Spring Thunder to a Model 6, I guess, maybe is the newest one. I didn't realize uh, that they he's were that far. To release. In, in yeah, and it may only be, be small things, but uh, I'm excited uh, to let you and Tom... Uh, well, Tim and Tom, I'm sorry, Eric, play with it at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, it's 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 great, and it's 100% worth the money because it does things that no other pistol does. Uh, and it's just incredibly gratifying just littering your play area with shells. Yeah. So That, that brings me back to one of our first episodes when we had uh, Beret on, and he was telling the story of uh, playing in... Uh, that fort that they play in, and he's hiding down a dark corridor, running his uh, sledge fire, and you just hear sledge fire shells tinking on the ground as he reloads and giggles in glee. Yeah, good stuff. I can, re- I can relate. <laughs> so what's the what's the general mechanism when you pull the trigger? Is it is it compressing a spring and then yes. it just like releases? <clears throat> So uh, there's a few things that happen. So the trigger assembly is, believe it or not, almost the full length of the blaster. Wow. Uh, and in the front, uh, there's a few springs and mechanisms. Uh, so when you pull the trigger back, it releases uh, a normally closed, normally, yeah, normally, normally closed. open switch. Um, so it starts revving. Uh, and there are four springs on a sled in the front of the blaster uh, with some like one-way catches, so you pull, you keep pulling, and you're really, you're really loading those springs right. At the same time, uh, there's two rods attached to the trigger that go to the back of the blaster. Uh, the one on the right-hand side 
activates the pusher via a lever, uh, the one on the left-hand side slowly walks a catch down that's holding the spring tension of the four springs in the front of the blaster against the slide. So the one on the left, that's what finally releases the slide uh, under the spring tension of those four large springs. They're small, but it's a lot of spring force in the front. Wow. The, the uh, engineering on this sounds like insane. It's, it's, it's well done, uh, and I am quite surprised it works as well as it does. Because of how complicated um, it is? Yeah. Well, it's simpler than I thought it was. Uh, there's less timing than I thought was going into it. Um, he uses a couple of PLA spring mechanisms. Um, so like the magazine release is a 100% PLA spring. Um, also, the, the, the rods behind the trigger mechanism. So the one that actuates the pusher and the other one that eventually releases the slide both of those have a bend like they need to be flexible right so they're kind of thin uh, but they need to flex around a certain area uh, to trigger the things that they're supposed to trigger um, other than that it's like yeah I mean I understand when he claims he's got 2,000 hours of cat into it I understand because uh, if you're starting from nothing and you're you're coming up with all this stuff. There's a lot of things that go into it. I can't imagine the mountain of plastic he probably wasted developing prototypes of this thing. Um, so it's uh, yeah. I I was I wanted to support him, and I think this is important, right? Uh, you know, the folks in the community that really really spend a lot of time developing the stuff that you know they and we are very passionate about. Um, you know, I wanted to support those folks because I don't, you know, I think this is his full-time gig. And to be full-time in Nerf is really difficult, I feel. Um, so I wanted to do that. And I wanted to understand how he did it, you know, from an engineering standpoint. Um, and it's, yeah, it opened my eyes to a bunch of different techniques that could be could be done. So it, it's it's got me ruminating, thinking about winter blaster development projects. Um but I, I've been talking with him quite a bit and giving him feedback because that's what he wants. He wants feedback. He wants to make the best blaster possible. Um, but I mean, I think what he's asking for this thing is really reasonable. Um, it's it's one hundred and seventy five dollars, uh, which might seem like a lot. That's but it. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> we're we're all FDL yeah. owners in this uh, episode. So. Well, no, I'm thinking about the. Um, okay, I guess I guess I can see it. I. The other blaster that I that I have been I don't particularly love the the lack of detail on it, but I think the new and and su, and Sugulji's um, solenoid yeah the Kestrel yeah. Um, mag fed you know front mag front uh, little pistol thing that's really cool that's also three hundred dollars yeah yeah and it's not it's not brushless from my understanding uh, and you can't change the fire modes or anything. Right, it um, uses a Nerf Duino, but really just to give you variable timing on your solenoid control. But it's it's yeah, very, yeah. Sim very it, simple. It, beyond I, that, I, I do I, really love the concept of that thing. I really, I think it was intended as a HVZ sidearm, right? Yeah, it's not intended to be a primary. I'd run it as a primary. I think it looks awesome. I'd run. I'd run. <laughs> run running as a primary. You're right. So, I, I would be primary. So what I worry about. Um, with I believe it's a micro flywheeler. Is that, is that correct? Because uh, yes. if it uses honey badgers and you're going through a lot of ammo, like 
you will melt the cage a hundred percent, right? Uh, especially with you know how that thing feeds darts through. Uh, that's my concern. Uh, you know, maybe the vented honey badgers are better, um, but the ones that I've I've used have gotten so so hot on the recommended three S. Yeah, I, I've heard of. Uh, no, that's a fair, it's a very fair point. I've heard of Fang's revamped uh, melting cages too. I've heard of melting. <laughs> I've heard of cages. I've heard of, I've heard of melting. I'm aware of that one. I want to have heard of this. True. Good deal. Um, yes. Well, so if, if you're uh, so if you're looking for a really really unique uh, FTW blaster, Flight with the World based blaster, uh, and just want a lot of fun, and mainly if you have your own printer, so you can print a whole bunch of new shells and magazines because you're going to need them. Uh, yeah, definitely check out uh, the Flypoint by GDOP. What I was just about to ask. So the, the magazines and shells are available. The, those files are available? Yep. Yeah, the magazines and shells, uh, all of those files are available. Uh, he's got a Google Drive there. Um, so I, I printed a bunch of shells and a few magazines even before I received mine. Um, Proper so... planning prevents piss-poor performance. Ooh, the, the rule of many Ps. <laughs> uh, you know well uh it is uh probably about time to wrap this up yeah it's a good little yeah. good little short episode I, yeah. I had a nice time i had a good time hope it's you guys did too yeah, yeah. it's a great time as always everybody so, pat uh, yourself on the back good job, good job. <laughs> no we want to do some shout outs yeah i had a shout out that i wanted to do today and i can't remember what it was now dang it well that's a shame i know i'm Highly disappointed. I'm disappointed in you. Well, Tom, what's your shout out? I don't have one. I didn't get that far yet. <laughs> uh, I'll shout out Detroit Dart Dad. Or is that is that even? I don't even. I feel like that's not his name in Discord. Yeah, it, Detroit it is. Dart Dad underscore oh, Alex. Really? I think. Yeah, shout out Alex for uh, yeah. Tim. Was it Alex that we joined a pact with? Whoever finds Nexus Pros buys enough for everyone. Oh, I, I mentioned that because I, I was in a desperate, oh, very yeah, low so place. We're uh, we're all in a pact. So I guess my shout outs to you, Adam, for joining a pact. Ooh, the the cult of uh, Detroit area ne- Nexus scalpers. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. gonna try. So there's I might go to the one in Rochester because Rochester said that they had some. I might check that one out if I'm out that way tomorrow. Well, let us know Please how do. it goes. What do you do? You think do you think the Nexus pros are gonna break quickly? I haven't heard of a single one breaking. That's yet. That's my only concern is is it that's, is a single um, priming rod that is plastic and it rides above the barrel. So I'm concerned about <laughs> it flexing and jamming under heavier spring loads. Although people have been putting, what, like 28N springs in this thing? And while it's a bear to prime, they said it, it is working. Um, or not 28N, it, it's, the, uh, it's the it's the turf, the upgraded turf Cita spring. That's the one they were saying they could, they yeah, could yeah, prime yeah, open. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe my fear is unfounded there. I think that it's popular enough that there will, if there is a design flaw, that there will be a fix for it, because um, they can't just. Well, yeah, I mean, it's they, so accessible, right? Like they can't keep it on the shelves right now, so it's definitely been a uh, a win. Yeah, we should we should reach out to Brian about having him back on. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be more than happy to now because they're more than happy to in the DZP drop. Yeah. So, all right. I remembered my uh, shout out. Yeah. My shout out is to uh, Josh Hankin from Atomic Dart League, uh, who is helping me with a uh, 
personal uh, a project that I'm doing for a friend. Uh, he, is, my friend, is a huge Blade Runner fan, and there is a really top-notch um, 3D printed model kit of uh, Deckard's blaster from Blade Runner. But anybody who's oh. familiar with that movie knows that the grips on the blaster are a almost like maple syrup color amber and it's it's translucent. So no matter how you print that what printer what uh, filament you use, you're not going to get that like crystal clear transparency. Oh. But um Josh has a uh SLA printer. So he is resin printing. He's he's hand mixing resin to the right color and printing um, actually two sets for me so I can make one for myself eventually. But this, uh, this blaster is going to be a top notch, um, uh, production for my friend. So shout out to Josh for helping me out with those parts. I'll have to post That's pictures of it when I get it all done. Yeah. Um, I know who I want to shout out. I want to shout out my buddy, uh, Tom. He, he would come to our Nerf Wars. Oh, you're I, welcome. I <laughs> He used to come to Nerf Wars, and, and now he's just on a podcast, you know, wishing he could work. No, but my buddy uh, Tom Pochelle, who uh, runs Motown Models, um, I'm going to shout him out because he decided to go full-time on his hobby, uh, and he is now a full-time uh, model train uh, maker, tinkerer, uh, store, shop, and service uh, in Detroit, and he quit his, cor- he, uh, quit his corporate job and has moved on to... Uh, to his own personal business living the dream his, uh, apartment yeah yeah so it's good for him he's got a he got a giant resin printer and um he's he's making he's making he's making he's uh creating and serving the uh the model train market so hey if it works shout it works. out to him yeah oh shout out shout out to people who send me free things also <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. hashtag free Doing stuff for me hashtag free yeah. stuff hashtag Maybe you want to take stuff. us out with a poem well, wait did adam shout somebody joke. out uh, all right, I'll do. I'll be real quick. Uh, shout out to uh, GDOP for making a really, really amazing blaster, and uh, I guess Adventure Force for bringing power to the people. If you well, well, find the damn thing, yeah, but you got to you got to clarify because Adventure Force is whatever Walmart markets into that label. So Dart it's, Zone, it's also Dart Zone in specific. Zone. We're thinking, yeah, or what? Yeah, the first easily commercially available. Uh, well, Walmart available half darts that apparently are pretty good, as well yeah. as the Adventure Force Nexus Pro. Yeah, that's what I really want to get my hands on is the darts. Yeah, I've seen the darts. darts. The darts are there. That's good to know. Well, I'll have to did check. you buy those? No, there was a line and icky Walmart folk. Yeah, people of Walmart.com. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so uh, Invictus by William Ernest Henley. Out of the night that covers me. Black is the pit from pole to pole. I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. <laughs> so that's where my uh, my gamer tag or however you want to call it comes from. Nice, it's a good poem. Yeah, good, good, it's good stuff. 
All Bye, right. guys. Yeah, thanks for joining yeah. us on another episode of Detroit Dart Talk. Hashtag free stuff. Yeah, that one. Who did the wizard marry his ghoul friend? Uh, uh. So if the wizard married his ghoul friend, is the wizard a necromancer then?